Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, August 7th. On this date in 1882, the famous feud between the Hatfields of West Virginia and the McCoys of Kentucky erupted into full-scale violence. On this date in 1970, Soul Train debuted on a Chicago TV station. And here's your trivia question on this Monday. On this date in 1963, the first film pairing Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello made its debut. That film, Beach Party, was the first in a series. Do you remember how many Beach Party-themed films they made? I'll have that answer in just a few minutes. But first, let's get your first alert weather forecast. And good Monday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Silvine. Two big stories today. The heat and the humidity is story number one. The second story will be the potential of a couple of strong storms very late today into this evening and overnight. Temperatures today climbing to the low 90s at lunchtime, mid to upper 90s for highs inland this afternoon, about 90 degrees at the beaches. Heat index over 105, approaching 110 in some spots. So make sure you try to stay cool today. Also be on the lookout this evening for some strong storms. They'll move on through tomorrow. Another chance of a couple of storms, especially south of I-26 at 96 degrees. And for the rest of the week, only small rain chances Wednesday, Thursday. A little better chance of afternoon storms on Friday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast. Powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. Class is back in session today for students in Colleton County, and Live 5 is here to help you get ready for the new school year. But the new school year comes with some new dress code rules as well. And our Destiny Kennedy is live at Colleton County High School. So, Destiny, what are the changes to the student dress code policy? Good morning. Good morning, Katie and Shelby. In the last couple of months here at Colleton County High School, parents expressed concerns about the dress code policy because they felt like their opinions were not being heard. Those concerns were about the ban of hoodies and denim jeans and pants with rips or holes. At the time, a parent created a survey of almost 400 responses from other parents where a majority were against the policy. Since then, the policy has been updated to include the removal of the clear bag policy. In a statement, Interim Superintendent Jessica Williams says the board publicly voted to amend the dress code for students in Colleton County. As a result of the board's actions, students are permitted to wear jeans as long as they do not have rips or holes. Reports suggesting that jeans are not allowed are false. Again, students may wear jeans without rips or holes. Pants or jeans must be solid, khaki, black or navy. Sweatshirts must be crew neck with no hood and should not be more than one size larger or smaller than necessary. And there are no stipulations to the book bag type. One parent says, though their kids aren't thrilled with the dress code, she is very happy that the school has done away with the clear bag policy. See, that was a big issue because they don't hold up. You know, when you've got a high schooler with a bunch of classrooms or you know, classes to go to, uh, they've tore up within the first few months of school. Um, you know, they're not, they're not. And I will say another thing with the clear backpacks, too, that I ran into trouble with my elementary school student was, for one, they're all the exact same. So who's going to stop them from going in it? And there were times that some things were taken. To get the full list of the dress code policy, you can click this story at live5news.com. Reporting in Colleton County, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. As for the rest of the low country, Williamsburg County starts next Wednesday, August 16th. Beaufort, Berkeley, and Dorchester County schools start on Monday the 21st. And last but not least, Charleston County starts Wednesday the 23rd. So stay with us for all you need to know as your kiddos head back to school. 
And the city of Charleston's annual school supply drive is quickly approaching, and they need your help to make that all happen. The first day festival is set to take place at the Gilliard Center in South Carolina Aquarium next Sunday, August 13th, from 1 to 4 p.m. Students will be able to pick up pre-packed bags of school supplies there and have a little bit of fun as well. Families can get free tours of the aquarium, get some boat rides, and be a part of a kid's zone there. And you can even meet some of our live five team members. School supplies can be donated until 5 p.m. on August 10th. There are several locations where you can drop them off, and some of those are right there on your screen. For more locations, just head on over to our website, live5news.com, and click under the big red box. Now to a crime alert. A North Charleston police officer is out of a job after being arrested for criminal sexual conduct with a minor. The city announced David Watson Jr.'s termination over the weekend. According to the city, Watson worked as a school resource officer at Charleston County Academic Magnet. However, this incident did not involve a student. He was taken into custody by the Mount Pleasant Police Department. In a statement, North Charleston Mayor Keith Summey and Police Chief Greg Gomes says in part, it's our duty to uphold the highest standards of law enforcement. Our commitment to the truth and safety of our community remains unwavering. If you want to read that full statement, you can do so on our website at live5news.com. Detectives with the Charleston Police Department are investigating a shooting that left one person dead downtown. Around 11 a.m. yesterday, officers responded to reports of a hurt person lying in the road near Johnson and America Streets. Officers say a man had been shot. Detectives tell us that the actual shooting actually took place at a home on nearby Stewart Street. The victim was taken to a local hospital for treatment where we're told he later died. No arrests have been made and the Charleston County Coroner's Office has not released the name of the victim. Well, a new mental health unit focusing on care for kids 12 through 17 has opened its doors in Latson. Our Caitlin Ashbaugh spoke with experts about what the new initiative offers patients and how it hopes to address an ongoing mental health crisis for children. Live Oak Mental Health and Wellness's new 15-bed unit is designed to help kids in the Lowcountry get easier access to their mental health resources without having to interrupt their daily routines. Live Oak opened its doors for the adolescent unit yesterday, but the plan has been in the works since 2018. The goal is to provide a nearby resource for well-being while keeping local families together. Statistics show mental health crises in kids are on the rise across the nation and in the state of South Carolina. The CDC says the most common challenges to look out for in kids 12 through 17 are anxiety, depression, substance abuse, and suicidal thoughts. With back-to-school season just around the corner, officials say the need for mental health resources is only getting higher. Through inpatient and outpatient care, social work, digital curriculum, and mental assessments, Live Oak representatives hope this gives kids a safe and secure space to receive treatment for all of their mental health needs. There is definitely a need. We know that kids are oftentimes either staying for extended periods of time in emergency rooms or not able to be treated in an inpatient unit. It's really challenging for them. Experts say now it's more important than ever to check in on your young ones as they make that transition back into the school season. And they say the best way to do that is by not being afraid to reach out and making sure to check for drastic changes in behavior. Reporting in the newsroom, Caitlin Ashbaugh, Live 5 News.
The new school year is just a few weeks away for students in Charleston County, and with the new school year often comes new facilities, updated classrooms, and refurbished amenities. Yeah, but parents and alumni at one high school say that they are feeling angry after a planned project to renovate their athletic facilities gets shelved. Nick Reagan is following the story for us. So, Nick, what was planned and why is it now on the back burner? Yeah, Katie, Shelby, the plan was to completely renovate the sports uh, facilities at St. John's High School. It was a $3 million project to flip this school's stadium as well as give the baseball team a facility to rival other major high schools in Charleston. Now, currently, the St. John's baseball and softball teams practice down the road at Johns Island Park, which is owned by the city of Charleston. The district's renovations ran into a stormwater permit issue with the uh, city, so they decided to put the baseball field overhaul on hold. Instead, the district has now moved about $2 million to more, quote, priority projects like stadium renovations at schools in North Charleston. The people moving here are taking their students off the island to go support other schools because they're already built up. They're already developed. They got great education program. They got great facilities. Parents and alumni there saying they simply can't wait for uh, these projects to get finished. Now, the district says that the project is not being canned. It's just being delayed, and some elements of the project will go ahead despite the stormwater issues. The St. John's project isn't the only one that is having funding pulled. About seven other projects are also being delayed to make that uh, make up that $2 million that is now going to other schools. Katie. Thank you, Nick. Well, if you're still trying to get your student ready for the new school year, there are a couple of supply giveaways you can take advantage of this weekend. In Charleston County, the Pack the Back Back to School event will take place Saturday, August 12th from noon to 3. It'll be in the T-Mobile Call Center parking lot. There will be a backpack giveaway, food, a police and fire truck show, and some face painting. To see even more supply giveaways, head to live5news.com and click on the banner called The List. Also happening Saturday in Berkeley County, Charlemagne the Goddess hosting a back-to-school supply drive and fish fry. It'll take place at Berkeley High School from noon to 3. There will be free food, backpacks, haircuts, and, of course, some fish. Your child must be there in order to get those supplies. Well, Live 5 is here to help you get your school year started off right. Orangeburg County School District students are headed back to the classroom today. Last week, during the district's convocation ceremony, more than 20 schools in the district got grants from MUSC as part of their school-based wellness initiative. Our Madeline Jeskoiak joins us live in Orangeburg County this morning. So, Madeline, tell us how some schools are not just focusing on academics, but also on the overall health of their students. Several Orangeburg County schools are going to be able to improve their health and wellness programs this year. And that's all thanks to MUSC's Boeing Center for Children's Wellness. They offer something called a school-based wellness initiative, where K-12 schools can complete a checklist to earn points for money that they can use to put towards a healthier school environment. To qualify, schools must first create a wellness committee and a wellness plan for the school. Next, they have to pick from a list of specific initiatives they want to focus on. The checklist includes nutrition, physical activity, social-emotional wellness, establishing a wellness culture, staff wellness, and sustainability as options to pick from. If the school can complete these health challenges, they are rewarded the following school year to continue what they started. Ellery Elementary School was the grand prize winner this year with a check for $2,000. It means a lot because we're starting a garden program there. We, we're start, starting to change the, the health health and wellness program. We want to buy equipment. 
yoga equipment, uh, uh, weights. Uh, we want to change the snacks that are given to the kids, healthy snacks. We want to change, we want to make health, healthiness a lifestyle. I'm told the continued goal of this MUSC initiative is to create a culture of wellness in local schools. Reporting live in Orangeburg County, Madeline Jaskowiak, Live 5 News. Thank you, Madeline. Today, Representative Jim Clyburn will be hosting a dedication and plaque presentation ceremony in Orangeburg. The event is being held for the renaming of the Orangeburg Post Office. At 10 a.m. today, it will be renamed the J.I. Washington Post Office. This is in honor of Julius Washington, a lifelong public servant of the area. Although he never held office, Clyburn says he played a significant role in local and state politics. Both Orangeburg's mayor, Michael Butler, and retired state senator John Matthews will be there. Details for the location and time of that event are right there on your screen. Representative James Clyburn won't go far for a stop that he's taking uh, today. He'll stay in Orangeburg, where dozens of students at local historically black colleges and universities will get some scholarship money. It's all part of Clyburn's efforts to make sure everyone in the state has access to an education. Claflin University, Benedict College, and South Carolina State all announced they would give a two-to-one match for every scholarship recipient. Clyburn says every student will also receive a laptop and software package from Microsoft in addition to that money. Well, there are about four or five different loan forgiveness programs going, and the Supreme Court only outlawed one of them. Now, there are others. Uh, the Public Service Student Debt Loan Program has been forgiven. We've forgiven uh, somewhere around $43 billion. Representative Clyburn will be at Claflin today to present the university with a check for more than $17 million to go toward the construction of a new innovation center at the school. At the top of the show, I told you that on this date in 1963, the movie Beach Party with Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello made its debut and launched a series of beach films. How many? Counting a 1987 follow-up called Back to the Beach, the pair made a total of seven films. Celebrating birthdays on this Monday, actor Wayne Knight from Seinfeld is 68, actor David Mann from the Medea Films is 57, and actress Charlize Theron is 48. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. Hope you have a great Monday. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.